In today's episode, I take you behind the scenes to hear exactly what I do to work on the quality of my voice, to add richness to it, to add power to it for those moments where I really want to emphasize my point. If you ever wanted to be a more effective communicator, then learning to improve the quality of your voice will help you to communicate how you feel. It will make you better understood. It will make you feel more powerful. And it is often an area of self-development that is overlooked. But for me, working on my voice, making it more fluid, making it more powerful, makes me feel confident and strong. I hope you enjoy today's episode. Learning how to cultivate the quality of your voice is one of the best decisions that you can make in your life. It is true that most of us tend to speak in the same tone most of the time. But there's so many more ways that you could add richness to the way that you speak. Often when clients take my self-confidence and dating courses, I will teach them one or two things that can make their vocal quality better. For example, some of my clients need to speak with a more assertive tone so that when they're speaking, they sound accomplished and they sound assertive. Others need to learn how to be more motivational so that they have more energy, they get more things done. And there are other people that need to learn how to get more in touch with their more sensitive side. All of this can be demonstrated by the way that you speak. And there are certain things that you can do with your voice that will make you more attractive. They'll make you a more attractive storyteller. They'll make you more attractive when you first meet a woman. They'll make you more attractive to listen to in general, especially in social settings. So I'm just going to give you one or two simple things that you can do with your voice that will make a massive difference. Number one, and this may sound strange and surreal, but it is just reading one paragraph of something complicated out loud. Now, you may think, why would you want to do that? When you read something complicated, what happens is that your mind has to slow down to be able to read it. In my experience, most of us tend to have a little bit of anxiety when we speak. And what this does, it just puts, puts that pitch up a little bit too much. When you can read something out loud, it does two things. It teaches you how to articulate your words, but it also calms you down. I just have a brief sentence or two that I can read you to give you an example. I often read motivational speeches or speeches that have changed history, changed history because I just I just love, you know, reading such empowering words. This one's from Joseph Chamberlain. And this is would be an example of what I do before I record a podcast, before I speak in public, or even just at the beginning of the day to warm my voice up. And I tend to colour words when I read out loud. And what this means is I will add energy to certain words 
and I'll try and bring those words to life. And it doesn't matter how bad you are at this. It really doesn't matter. I mean, I've never actually recorded myself doing this or put it online before, but it doesn't bother me because the outcome is to warm up my voice so I can add more dexterity to it. So I'm just going to read a sentence or two from Joseph Chamberlain's speech. I cannot look forward without dread to handling over the security and existence of this great empire to the hands of those who have made common cause with its enemies, who have charged their their own countrymen with methods of barbarism, and who apparently have been untouched by that pervading sentiment which I find everywhere where the British flag floats, and which has done so and which has done so much in recent years to draw us together. Now, as you heard me read that out loud, you can see I made a few mistakes. Doesn't make a difference. The aim is to just get more animated. Now, there are a few other things that I did there when I was speaking, which I can I can teach you on as well. Like, for example, my mouth was moving as much as possible. So when I'm um, pronouncing words... I move my mouth as much as I can. And what this does, it gets all of your facial muscles moving and it helps you to pronounce words with more precision. So that's definitely a technique is to move your lips and move your mouth more. Coloring words when you're reading something out loud, because that allows you to focus more on that word. And you can see now, you can probably hear, my voice is now warmed up, right? You can hear there's a fluidity to the way that I'm speaking. There's a bit of a rhythm going on there as well. And that's because I just read something that's not your everyday bland social media post. It's actually a very eloquent speech. So reading out loud, as you can hear in this, I'm now completely warmed up and my voice is feeling, I mean, I'm feeling great right now. So there are different ways like coloring words. Now, just more on that more on colouring words because you can do this right away and it will make a massive difference to the way that you speak. All you have to do is pick up on certain words that you already use in your vocabulary and then you add more emphasis to them. So there's a simple way of doing this and that's to use a sliding scale on your words. So let's say I always use the word confidence, right? I pronounce it confidence. Now, if I was going to slide down up a scale, I'd say confidence and I go up. And that's more of a timid way of speaking, like a question. Confidence. Whereas if you slide it down, you sound way more confident. So if you say confident being normal and then you say confident, you can learn to color your word confident So whenever you're speaking during everyday language, if you want to learn to be more confident, then this is what you can do. You can see it adds emphasis to that word. And when you go down, there's more power to it. When you go up, it's a little bit more submissive, like a question. And the way in which you colour your own words is up to you. You can choose any word and you can colour it any which way that you want. The important thing is that when you colour it, it adds dexterity and quality to your voice. Now, the next one is when to pause. I use pausing all the time and I use it in a multitude of different ways. I think it's just important to learn 
that you can pause. And when someone's speaking, when they pause, it allows the listener to tune back into what you're saying or to understand a point that's just been made. I can use pausing when I'm speaking to really make my point. Or I can say something amazing, such as, if you learn how to say no to a woman, your whole life will change. Then I will pause and allow someone to take it in. With pausing, it's just a case of doing it once or twice, and then you get the hang of it. Then you have the power to pause and feel confident as you do it. So you can see, you you know, pausing, coloring words, reading out loud. These are all fantastic techniques. And obviously the sliding scale of going up or down when you're speaking. Something else I like to do, especially when I record podcasts, which is what I've been doing today. When I'm speaking, I'm holding a microphone in my right hand. I really like holding microphones when I speak. And then with my other hand, I'm making gestures. So if I'm going a sliding scale down and I'm saying confidence, I'll say confidence because I can see my hand going up. And if it's going down, I can say confidence. So I have like a visual representation when I'm speaking. And that also really helps me to follow with what I'm doing. Now, I'm not suggesting you go and do this in the real world. But what I am suggesting is that if you practice your speaking at home, what you'll find is that you automatically start to color words when you're out, you'll add pausing, you'll add intonation, like all of these things are possible for you. Now, aside from that, one final thing that you can do with your voice, and that's just to learn to be a little bit more relaxed. So the last 20 minutes before I recorded this, This morning, I did some stretching, just general stretching, but a lot of us are quite tight in our neck. So what I like to do is I like to like push in to my chest and then lift my head back and like push down with my hands so that I'm stretching like the area around where my voice is. Often, if you've got a tight neck, it's probably because a little bit of a tight chest. I've certainly found that loosening off the front of my neck makes a massive difference to my ability to speak with fluidity. There is an argument that if you can relax everything enough, you'll automatically release your voice. And if you can release your voice, all of a sudden you have access to a wide variety. You can be powerful and you can be really timid. If you would like to develop your vocal range, the way you tell stories, how you tell stories, if you need help coloring your words, then you have a few options. You can either reach out to me via Instagram at Gary Gunshow, or you can schedule a consultation call with me via the link in the podcast description. It is true that your life will stay the same until you start to make changes to a part of your life. And then what happens is you keep changing parts and over a period of time, you become a better human being. You become more effective in every area of your life. I would go as far as to say that the way you speak is one of the most important parts of your life.